0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Discover College Soccer. Today, I'm lucky enough to be joined by Coach John Thornton. Welcome, Coach. Hey, how are you? I'm doing well, thanks. You are up at Shoreline Community College up there just north of Seattle, right?
1: That's where we're at.
0: All right. Well, I think right now you and I almost could, couldn't be farther away in the contiguous United <laughs> States, but uh, but that's all right. That's the beauty of 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 this platform, right? We can uh, be thousands of miles away, but but we're talking to each other right now. So that's great. Exactly. Well, uh, congratulations. I think you just took over that program, right? I did.
1: Just wonderful opportunity. I left uh, Bear Creek High School uh, shortly before, and uh, ready for this challenge.
0: Okay. Well, I I know you're you're a junior college. What uh, what division of of junior colleges? Shoreline.
1: Uh, so we play in a conference called the NWAC, which really just makes up uh Washington schools, Oregon schools, and a couple Idaho schools. And uh, so that's our that's our division, our our conference, rather. And uh, Washington itself is broken up into three different divisions and we're in the northern division. So,
0: Okay. And are you guys able to give out uh, athletic scholarships at your particular junior college? Uh,
1: Yeah, we actually have a great program where uh, as the coach, I can give out. We're in a quarter system, so I can give out thirty three quarters of reduced tuition up to twenty five percent.
0: Okay. awesome. And and so well, let's talk a little bit more about recruiting because as I I mean the hardest thing uh to, to do as a new coach is recruit and it's even it just being at a junior college makes it doubly hard because you're turning over half as you know, double the amount of players each year. Uh, right. so um I guess what uh what's been your focus? What have you been trying to to do to to, to get players? Where do you go to to try to find players? What's that look like?
1: Uh so where do I go to get players? Everywhere, everywhere and anywhere. Uh, we've, we've got three committed returning players, uh, from the previous year. Uh, so we're effectively building a brand new program. Uh, so I have, I've talked to players in Hawaii. I've talked to players in Florida, uh, all over the U S uh, even, even a couple abroad. So yeah, we're, we're looking everywhere and anywhere. And really what my focus is, is people with the desire to play, you know, like, a lot of, a lot of girls get, you know, overlooked and, you know, that sort of thing. And I want to make sure that, you know, people that, that want the opportunity and want to put in the hard work and the dedication get that opportunity to try.
0: No. And I think it's a great way to look at it. And, and, and I'm always telling people, look, if, if you really want to play, there is an Avenue for you. And, and, and sometimes that Avenue may be junior college in, in Seattle, Washington, but, uh but there's always folks out there that are looking and, 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 possibilities are available so i mean it's it's i know you're kind of rebuilding from scratch but it's not a new program it's one that's been around a while right
1: oh yeah it's been an existing program uh you know the 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 good part about the pacific northwest is we have a really robust soccer culture uh you know we're going to be hosting you know one of the world cup games in seattle you know everything revolves around soccer in the in the pacific northwest so There's a lot of great competition and a lot of visibility from uh, D1, D2, D3 schools, a couple of NAIA schools in the area, too, you know, that are always looking to looking at the the local talent or the local community college players that are playing in this area.
0: Yeah, for sure. And and it can be a great pathway. Now, you mentioned that you're looking for desire. What else are you looking for in a player uh, when you're out there about watching games and, and talking to folks?
1: You know, when I'm, when I'm talking to folks too, you know, what's important to me is, is academics. Uh, Our athletic director has a goal of 90% graduation rate of the athletes at our program. So that's, that's a, that's a lofty goal. Uh, So, you know, I have a background of being a high school teacher for 10 years. So, you know, bringing that piece into it and, you know, really making sure that the athlete is focusing on their academics as well as playing soccer that way, you know, it's kind of double-edged that way when they go off, at the end of our program and try to go to a four-year university you know they've got a good GPA and a strong academic background as well
0: no and I and I think that's fantastic in terms of um, you know academics as well as the financial perspective you know talk a little bit more about the school but um, what what would a a typical player, you know, depending on the scholarships you mentioned, and let's just say they had good academics. What would a player be walking into or expect to have to pay if they they came from out of state? Uh, let's let's just say.
1: Uh, so we have a really cool program here in Washington where any of the, the the neighbors, any of our neighbor states, to include Alaska and Hawaii, actually pay in-state tuition. So uh, in-state wise, we're about seventeen hundred dollars a quarter. And the the scholarship that I can offer takes about four hundred dollars off of that, off of that seventeen hundred dollars. So uh, you really can't beat that. And when it comes to accommodations, we do have uh, dorms, which you know not all uh, community colleges have. But uh, our team has decided to they've rented two houses, and uh, the players divide themselves up and they live in these two houses right in a subdivision right outside of the gate of the college. So it's a really cool experience for them. And it's, you know, kind of cost saving as well because then they can use the kitchen and cook and you know, prepare meals at home and you know that kind of stuff. So
0: Yeah, that that is a great option. I know. Uh had to wait to to be an upperclassman in my when I was in college to do that. But uh, but so that so that's great. Um well let's talk a little bit more about the school just because I'm sure there's folks not familiar. Um, you know, what what are some of the the awesome things about Shoreline that maybe we wouldn't learn just by clicking around the website?
1: Uh, I think one of the cool things about shoreline is that it's, there's something for everybody. Uh, we have an auto mechanic program, you know, dental hygienist program, fine arts, music, uh, you know, psychology, everything that you could want, you know, it's so a lot of the schools around this particular area are either technical two year colleges or they're, you know, more academic two year colleges. And I think the shoreline has a great mix of both of those things. So whether you you want to, you know, go into a, you know, a technical field or, you know, something that you can, you know, do a couple semesters or short line and get your certificate and, you know, go on about your career. Or if you want to transfer to a four-year university, we have programs for that as well.
0: Okay. Well, in terms of, you know, I know you haven't been there for, for the season yet, but just in terms of, of how student athletes kind of balance those those rigors of of both playing a sport and academics, does the school offer any kind of support services or or how do students go about that?
1: Oh, yeah, our support services are awesome. We actually are putting the finishing touches on a student success center or an athlete student athlete success center. Uh, and then that center is going to be the uh, the navigator positions are going to be held in there. And those are folks that, you know, will help you, you know, with your degree and, you know, help figure out what direction you want to go and that sort of thing. Uh, tutor accessibility, uh, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And then as well, we we do require a mandatory study hall. And that's with me. So, you know, I'm checking up on your grades to make sure that there's, there's no surprises when it comes to, comes to academics. So the support is there and everything that a player needs to be successful is in place. So I think it's a great opportunity for somebody, especially fresh out of high school, that maybe this is their first time, you know, away from home or, you know, that sort of thing. A lot of supports there to make sure that you stay on track.
0: Okay. Well, let's, let's fast forward to the fall, right? Your first season, you you've got the roster set, you're ready to go. What, can you walk me through what a typical week might look like, just in terms of when classes, practice, meals, games, that sort of thing?
1: Yeah. So the, the great part about uh, our school schedule is we don't actually start school until September fifteenth, uh, and but our practices will start August first. So we will go into about a two week camp, and then uh, we we drive down to Seattle itself and we do a friendly tournament uh, with you know other schools in our in our conference. And then we roll right into right into the season. So what I really like about that is that you know the players get an opportunity to figure soccer out before we add, you know, academics on top of that. And then uh, we'll play. We play on Wednesdays and Saturdays, and we'll play up until about the end of November. And then we'll go on hiatus until the spring season. We actually play two seasons at short line. Oh, okay. So so a lot of opportunity. And I think that that's, you know, something that's super important, especially for players that want to transfer off to four universities is we get, you know, two seasons. So they get twice as many looks.
0: Okay. That's awesome. Well, when it comes to season and, and you're there coaching, uh, is there any other staff? Is it just you? What's that going to look like in the fall?
1: Uh, actually, my, we just hired my assistant coach, Norm Gibbs. Uh, he's, he's awesome. He comes to us with about 35 years of experience of coaching and uh, a playing history in England. Uh, before he before he moved over here to the u.s uh so he's gonna he specializes in development of players so i think that he's gonna be a great asset to our team and our community uh help build up this program
0: that's great well how would you describe kind of your style of, of coaching and what you hope to see the team style of play be uh
1: it's a very fast style very very aggressive uh the the formation that we're kicking around is a three two four one so it's gonna be it's gonna be super top heavy or you know, upfront heavy uh so i i think that we'll be in a great situation we've got three really great i center backs identified that i think can hold off the storm and a you know great returning goalkeeper so it should be an interesting season
0: okay well in terms of um the Bigger picture and 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 you know kids going to junior colleges, a lot of times they are focused on on those next opportunities. So uh any advice for players that that would be kind of using that junior college route as as a way to to a four-year university?
1: Yeah, uh to me, I think it would be, you know, make yourself indispensable. You know, make make it so that when when you're leaving the program, I want to sell sell you to, you know, UW or you know, central Washington or, you know, whatever the case may be, whatever school that you want to, that you want to pursue. And because I think that that's a, it has a great benefit for the player, but it also has a great benefit for us as shoreline, you know, so that we can advertise those successes and, you know, so that, you know, people are going on to bigger and better things when they leave here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I know you said you, you had three returning committed, uh, at least at the moment, but is there a roster size that, that you're really hoping to hit?
1: uh ideally uh we would like 22 uh that's our max roster size and that's what we would like to carry off into the into the year and uh i think that we can do that uh you know we're going to have a team uh there was some question about how big we were going to be but yeah my goal is set at 22
0: okay well in terms of you mentioned potentially having international players but is the the transfer portal something that that you're you're looking at or or coming to play with your recruiting at all uh
1: i have not been specifically targeting transfer players uh if if a transfer player were to reach out you know we would definitely entertain that uh because we are are a self-contained conference there's a little bit of wiggle room with eligibility and you know things like that that we we actually have as a benefit uh so yeah if you're an international if you're a transfer player go ahead and reach out because we'll definitely talk to you
0: okay well, coach, we've t- talked about a lot of different things. And, and one of the things I always like to, to ask is if, if you had one nugget, one piece of advice uh, that you could pass along to, to recruits or parents of recruits that are going through this process right now of, of the college recruiting process, what, what would you want them to know? Uh,
1: I would say open and honest communication is probably the most important thing to me as a coach. Uh, you know, this is the start of our relationship together, you know, the player and coach relationship. So if we start that with good open communication, I think that that, that, you know, really sets us up for success, you know, later on.
0: Okay. Well, Coach, I really uh, wish you the best of luck and and hope that uh, you get a nice 22-person roster and and rock the conference. And we're talking a year from now and you're telling me about how, what a wonderful year it was.
1: Uh, I hope so too.
0: All right. Thank you much.
1: All right. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye.